Welcome to It Just Makes Sense Chit Chat. A second podcast by two easily distracted, higher educated, former lovers. That explores all of the reasons that Jeff's still single and gay. Hey! And all the reasons Sam loves gay man, bravo, and fitness. I'm Sam Smith. I'm Jeff Seifert. Welcome to Chit Chat. Sorry we missed you guys. Well, you didn't miss Chit Chat last week. We we, did have that. But we didn't put out an episode. I mean. We'll get to it. We were. But we have some updates first. In LA. Yeah. It was just, I started a new job. I got COVID. It was crazy. It was a rough week for us. It was rough. (laughs) Feel bad for me. (laughs) So I thought we would start by talking about um, a quick little, it's not a little case, but it's a quick synopsis here because it's hot off the presses we normally don't do ones that are currently out there but have you heard about the case of lauren smith field no tell me more so she was a 24 year old social media influencer who lived in bridgeport connecticut she's black and it makes it i mean it's they people are saying that that's part of the issue with why this is happening but so in december oh i know what you're talking yes this I know is, about this. This case. is wild. This to is me. wild. Not only what happened, like the that no one's looking for her. Well, no, she's not missing. Just let me talk. Okay, go. <laughs> I, think so, I know what you're talking about. Lauren Smith Fields was a 24 yeah. year old social media influencer who lived in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Not that this makes her death any less or more important, but she was fucking gorgeous. Yeah, beautiful. Beautiful. So. Lauren went on a Bumble date with 37-year-old Matthew LaFontaine. Right. Correct. For those of you who aren't familiar with the dating apps like us single folk, Bumble is a dating app designed for women. If if a woman matches with a man, it's up to her to send the first message. He can't reach out to her. So it wasn't anything that she did unwillingly. We'll, We'll start there. So on December 11th, the two spent the night together at her apartment drinking, eating, and watching movies. He said at one point uh, she went outside to meet meet someone and returned sh- back shortly. He said that she became ill after returning back from the parking lot, but the pair kept drinking. She fell asleep, and he carried her to bed and went sleep next to her. Okay, now I thought this was fucking weird. That is weird. This is the first time you meet this chick. She gets wasted, passes out, you carry her to bed, and you stay? Like, this sounds real Oh, she was in, they, they were, were at her, her place? Yeah. No, leave. Bye, I'm out. Yeah. I would have left her on the couch, left her on the floor. Bye. Seriously. <laughs> I, I'm, I might have moved her to the couch. I wouldn't have put her in bed. I'm definitely not spending the night. Yeah, no. Like, that is Maybe so Maybe he was weird. so drunk, he didn't think he could, like, leave? Uh, like, I you're so know. drunk, you just, like, pass down the couch? He, he doesn't. So everything that I've read so far doesn't talk about him being intoxicated okay. at all. Okay. Like, it just says that they drank. Yeah. That she got sick and okay. he put her to bed. Okay. And so what makes it what makes it more strange is what they find after the fact. Okay. So the next morning, uh, December 12th, Michael wakes up, calls 911. He relays the fact that he woke up next to a dead Lauren with blood that was coming out of her nose, okay? Her death was ruled an accident due to a deadly combination of fentanyl, promethazine, and hydroxine. Did he say they were doing drugs? No, but these two drugs are sedatives and alcohol. 
So the, they said that because of the combination of the, all of them, first off, why was she doing fentanyl? That's what I'm saying. Why are you doing fentanyl? Why is she mixing all that shit? That just sounds like he, to me, it sounds like he drugged her. Yeah, for sure. Like, it sounds crazy, those combinations. He never and was like, even questioned. He wasn't even investigated. And, like, did her, has her family and friends come out to be like, she doesn't do drugs or not? Not that I've read. So on December 14th, so this is two days after she died. So her family hadn't heard from her, so they drove to her apartment building. Wait a minute. So the police already know she's dead. They don't contact the family to inform them that their daughter's died from a tragic accident? They get to the apartment building. There's a note on the door that says, call this number. Stop it. And it's the police detectives, and the family contacts the detectives, and they're like, Losing their minds because no one reached out to them to tell them that their daughter's sister is dead. Stop it. The detective said to them on the phone that because that they had her passport and credit cards that they knew who she was so they didn't need to have anyone identify her. Isn't that fucking wild? Stop I, it. I was reading this. First off, I saw I saw a little blurb on TikTok and then I started reading this and I'm like, uh, uh, I'm my mouth is on the ground at how they've treated, they need to, treated this they poor need family. To sue. It's wild. So then so then this article that I'm reading gets into the evidence. Um, at, well, it's not evidence because they're not they're saying there's no crime committed, that it was a, just an unfortunate right, accident. So, like, okay. so the scene at the apartment, so they so after uh, so they, of course they don't test like the cops or anything. Right. So after they talk to the police, the eventually, um, since it's not a crime scene, they're allowed to go in the right. apartment because they're next to can or whatever. I would have like no one in without gloves, booties. I would have had a forensic team in my own. Bloodied sheets. Stop it. So they said there was a streak of blood down the middle of the bed. Okay. So she if she just had blood on her nose, how did that happen? Right. A used condom. And a, a sedative, a pill, were pro- were not processed until two and a half weeks after she was dead. Two and a half, like this, just seems so crazy to me. Like how? So this twenty four year old girl dies in her sleep, dies in her sleep, and none of this is tested. And they got they they asked the cop, the detective, why he wasn't interviewed. It's they said it seems like he was a nice guy. Stop. Was he white? Yeah. Stop. It's fucking crazy. That's insane to me. So as of January 24th. Because if this was opposite, a white uh, female and a black male. Yes. He'd be in jail for life. Insane. This is crazy. So as of January 24th, no, 24th, excuse me. The mayor of Bridgeport, Connecticut had opened up an investigation into the detective's behavior with the interactions between the family. And uh, as of this week, they were suspended. And you want to know what? That never would have happened without social media. No. And I mean, it got the attention of um, like pop uh, pop stars like Cardi B. And I'm like, I just. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, I guess, I mean, even if it is an accident and she did die of a drug overdose or whatever. Right. Fine. But. At least investigate. There's it. clearly something. Or that, notify the family. Right, right. Yeah. Isn't that wild? That's wild. I would be enraged if I Me was Me too. Family. So, yeah, oh that's ongoing now. God. Hot off the presses ripped from the news. Thank you.
All right. What's your update on Gabby Patino? Oh, so it just says that they found in his like journal his admission of killing her, and that's about it. They're like the detectives won't release it. They just said he's the only one involved. Really? Because he's already dead. So like, what are they going to do with this information? Um, but yeah, they probably gave it to the family. That's what I mean. Like you know what I mean? Just so want to release it to said, the press. He admitted it. He's so salacious. Yeah. Huh. So. Well, guys, we survived. We did. We're, we hardly survived we, Los Angeles. Just fucking barely. We barely made it out. You know, I had a lot of sugar. Jeff, Jeff left with COVID. I left without a phone <laughs> or a debit card. It was rough. It, you know, the weather was gorgeous. Oh, it was so nice. The men were even prettier. The men. Can I say, though, like... I didn't notice, and maybe it is because I'm gay, but I didn't notice the amount of pretty women equaled the amount of hot men. Absolutely not. Well, we, first of all, we, we were, were in, in West Hollywood. <laughs> we ho where the boys go. Gay, gay, gay. Gay, 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 gay. gay, gay. <laughs> and most... Yeah, but you would... Most women that hang out with gay men, I think, are not always... What? The prettiest. Well, that's not true. You're drop dead gorgeous. I mean, <laughs> we were okay. First of all, can I just tell you guys? We're in an Uber and we're driving to the bar, and I go, guys, you know what's really hard in California? I'm like a solid three, but in Buffalo, I'm like at least an eight. And Jeff goes, Ugh, an eight. That's very generous. Sam, you know, I was just kidding around with you. <laughs> I mean, it's true, but. <laughs> oh, it's better than the, the LA zero that I was. Ugh, I was stop. like, you could like get over the age of 30 like, up there. You, and I mean, honestly, but also invisible. like it was, so, I, I will say though, the Abbey was so fun. We went both nights to the Abbey, the chapel bar or whatever yeah. in West Hollywood. Like the people watching, every world. age, every nationality, every body type, like everyone was there. It really was. Clothing type. It, you could literally, it, someone could be in like whips and leather and assless chaps walking around and then the next person is in like pajamas. Pajamas. It was, it was it pretty was crazy. crazy, but it was fun. Yeah. the I would say the first night that we were there, that was probably the most fun that I had the entire time. Really? Yeah, it was really fun. It was really fun. I don't, like all the, I think because the second time, like the I second. I feel like that was more boring than the second night. <laughs> well, you were a little more intoxicated the second time. <laughs> I think because the second time I got there, I had already known what to expect. Yeah, yeah So that first true. night we walked in there, like. It, it was we kind of crazy. prepared for it. Yeah, we were not. I expected it to be kind of bougie because it's so well, so right. well known. Yeah, it's it, not. It wasn't It's at not all. at all. It was, it was massive. How many it's people do you think so you could fit big. in there? Five hundred. Oh, oh five. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not five thousand. I would say between five hundred and seven fifty. You probably yes, could fit in there. A hundred percent. It's easily. ginormous. Yeah, there's like six or seven bars and yeah, um, multiple Different dance rooms. floors and Ugh, smoke. It's light not, shows. I fog. Mean, if, <laughs> if you if you can't tell already, that's probably where I got a hundred percent. Where you got COVID? One hundred percent. By the way, I'm feeling fine. I had a headache. It was more yeah. like cold for me. I'm not downplaying COVID, but but you know how we are. First night or the first day we get there, celebrity home tour. You, okay. Wait. 
hold up, wait a minute. Y'all can't stop because I ain't with it. <laughs> we went to Donut Friend. Oh, Friends. yeah, Donut Friend. Jack <laughs> was obsessed. Guys, if you have never, I don't know, I think they're only out west, but Donut Friend is a vegan donut shop. And they are so good. It was like a dream world. I roll, I roll, I roll. It was, I had Boston cream and a blueberry cream cheese one the first day. It was so good. Also, like, I came back from that trip and I'm like, I actually feel like my clothes fit better. I feel like I hardly ate. You didn't eat a lot. Yeah. (laughs) I ate everything except for the one, except for the one night because I was hungry. But I ate ate so many, so much. Yeah. And that same day, then we went and I paid homage to Betty White's star. We saw the Hollywood Walk of Fame. We went on the celebrity home tour. It was okay. It was kind of janky. The my favorite thing was seeing Rydell High from Greece, and you saw oh, the bleachers, yeah. and like yeah. that was cool. The bus we were in was a little. Yeah, it was okay. Oh. That guy was nice. Yeah, we saw some homes. It, no celebrity spottings. No, not a one. We didn't see anybody. But then after we went and got Mexican, delicious. I had a margarita. So fresh. Home girl then tries to go. Jeff comes up with this great idea of let's try city transportation. We're going to take the subway. I'm a little tipsy off of this one, Margarita. We go to the ticket machine. She no one's one. paying attention to me. No one's she, babysitting me. She says one margarita. In her defense, it probably had six shots in it. It Do was. You think? It was. It was a jumbo. Oh. Sure. It wasn't just one shot of tequila <laughs> in there. It was a fishbowl. Either way. No one's babysitting me. I go up. I order my ticket or whatever. I put my credit card in the cash only slot. Do I notice? No. Why does it suck my card in? Unknown. Does not give it back. Debit card gone for life. Thank God it's my debit card and not my credit card. She comes over and she's like, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. You you do not believe what just happened. Like, actually, I completely believed what just happened. But again, stayed pretty calm. Called my bank right away. Got a canceled order. Canceled out. Card, whatever. Canceled it out. So then Saturday. No, then we went to like. We went to surf for we dinner. We went to surf night. for dinner. It was fun. We, we lived out our Vanderpump rules that weekend. We really did. Right. Saturday, we kind of did a lot. We got up and worked out. Hang on a minute. Do you remember when we went to TomTom and the bartender was so rude to me? Oh, yeah. He was What a mean. douche. I didn't I mean, like it. I mean, TomTom, the bar was great. It was cool inside. Drinks and, were okay. And he was a smoke show, but. He was so rude. Yeah, I asked if they rude. had any any. I first off, I asked if they had Heineken Zero because I like to say that because it makes me look cool. <laughs> and he's like, Ugh, "No, um, I mean we might have Corona Premier." Okay, but you have to admit he's like the third person in California to say that. No, no one knew no what one Heineken knew. Zero was. I, I they was thought shocked. it was zero calories. Yeah, which like, give me a zero calorie beer. What? <laughs> Even the zero alcohol is 69 calories. Right. That's why I drink Heineken Zero. Yeah. 69 calories. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no one knew what that was out yeah, there. It except, was wild. Except for the one Bill's part. Yeah. But, yeah, the guy was a douche. He's like, uh, we don't have beers like that here. I'm like, all right, bro. Thanks. Which I'll is have so, a water. I'm surprised because their new bar that Tom – the Tom 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 are making. It's called Schwartz and Sandy's. They're gonna like focus on mocktails. So that's why I was surprised that Tom Tom didn't really have anything. I mean, I was there like, was nowhere we went that day. No, it was kind of crazy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the one. Okay, Saturday night though. So um, they had it there, Heineken Zero, at the um, Bill's Bar. Did nope at the place we went to Saturday to watch the drag show because I oh, remember yeah, saying yeah, yeah. to the woman, yeah, yeah. So Saturday we got up and went to the gym. We are. 
smoke shows. She is skipping one key piece. What? More donuts. Oh, okay. Well, we went to the gym and (laughs) then we we went and got donut friends. More donuts. I can't. She got a Starbucks. I got more donuts. (laughs) This this time it was apple pie and creme brulee. Wait, could we also please (laughs) wait? Wait, let's rewind a second as well. We get these donuts. Jeff has two. I'm drinking my Starbucks. We get back to the hotel. He's already done. And I go, well, Taliba goes, I'm kind of hungry. And I go, me too. Jeff then proceeds to also eat a breakfast burrito. <laughs> Look at Okay, the breakfast burrito was an hour later. <laughs> I'm a growing boy. <laughs> and then, this is my favorite part of the whole weekend. We went and saw everybody's talking about Jamie. It was so good. It was so good. You guys, if this show comes to Buffalo, see it. I cried. If it doesn't come to Buffalo, see it. Like, go and see it. I laughed, I danced, I clapped, I hooted, I It hollered, was one of the best shows I've seen. Snapped. It was hilarious. It really was good. It was very good. I did watch the movie after. Did oh, you watch did it? you? I haven't watched it. It's a little different. Okay. But it's still, still good. It's still good, yeah. Okay, I'll have to they, watch it. Um, so in the movie, he's white. And oh, in and the, the yeah. musical, he is biracial. So, Which I feel like plays a big part. Yeah, I liked it better with him being yeah. biracial. It added a little something to it. Yeah. And in the movie, they go, they show a little bit more at the drag show. Mm-hmm. And he's harassed by the kids. Oh, okay. And then um, at the end, they show a little more of the prom. Gotcha. So there's so anyways, some the, different pieces. Yeah, the musical in general, it's about a kid who... Um, is gay and he wants to be a drag queen but obviously like at 16 it's not very accepted within his community and it's just kind of like it's a good like coming of age tale coming into his own yeah he's in a he's raised in this conservative rural town like it seems like a factory town in scotland it was good it was really i liked it a lot so we saw that and then um we went to a drag show that night let me tell you we met a celebrity sky lady boy (laughs) she was just on family reunion did you watch it sure did (gasps) sure did was it was he a male on the show she performed she oh she did so she performed okay so the way that she made it so she must have said it about 15 times during the whole drag show show. cracked but uh, she was literally on it for maybe 30 seconds okay. to a minute. <laughs> she was like, I'm going to be featured on. I thought she was like going to be a family. Me too. I thought she was a cast reunion. member. Me too. No, no. Okay, perfect. It's in, uh, she just, they have a gay pride okay. celebration on the and show she and she performs. She looks fantastic. Still, I mean. It's great. Good for her. Yeah. They say her name. I thought that you were going to say we met Bobby, Bobby Dysmorphia. <laughs> Similar to body dysmorphia, but Bobby, get it? That's what she said to us. <laughs> so we're sitting there before the show, and Sam's new friend Bobby comes over and asks if new friend. This is the first time we like. I'm literally sitting there, and all of a sudden, a drag queen runs up to me and says, "Hi, I'm Bobby. Can you film me <laughs> with my phone?" We were in this small bar. It was not even a club. It was no, a small hole in the wall. It was a small hole in the wall bar. It was fabulous. It was. It fantastic. was the best thing we had. For, we had the closest seats to the stage we made friends with all of them throwing money right so first of all they were like you have to buy tickets ahead of time on their website and it's like first come first serve for seating buy tickets selling out fast and i'm like guys we gotta, we get, gotta there. get there so we show up like what 45 minutes early yeah we're the only ones there <laughs> no there's there another couple. oh yeah at yeah. this bar that holds maybe 10 people 
They escort us. We are front row, right front in row. the front. We felt like front VIP. Of the VIP. We were looking hot, feeling hot. Uh, so then Bobby asked me to film him with his phone. He leaves his phone with me for the entire three hours we're there. He was very trusting. Did I go through his phone and look at photos? Yes. yes. Did, Did I find anything? Not really. I was hoping I'd find like. He is kind of hot. He's out of drag. Out of drag. Bobby Dysmorphia is Ripped. smoke. Ripped. But as a woman. She's a really good dancer. Yes. She. She's more like and how do you say it androgynous, androgynous than, than feminine. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the show itself was like it was so good. It was. <laughs> there was a ninety-two-year-old woman there. Yeah. She was, she was cutting, ninety-two she, dancing, cutting a rug. She was a big fan of mine. She uh, was eyeing me up like a pork chop. Yeah, she was not in the show. She was a guest. Yeah, she wasn't a 19-year-old drag queen. She was not. She was in just there to see the show, like with her daughters. Yeah. How crazy. It was funny because she walked with a cane and her daughter, who was younger than her, walked with the walker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, these poor ladies are so cute. Oh, they were so cute. Then and I then... got a quick little lap dance from the DJ. I remember that. Oh, oh he was so he hot. He was so hot. Gerald. Mm. <laughs> he was gorgeous dude he had an ass you could set a drink on right little shelf so then in between performances i walked over and i asked if i could buy him a drink i gave him my number uh, guys sober me is cotton up you went out you you put the work in i tried i, I know really tried. he didn't meet us out but no it's so sad so then we went to pump Lisa Vanderpump's other bar. Because the night before we went to Sir and Tom Tom, Jeff hated it. But we were I was doing my tour of Vanderpump Rules. Guys, we were in a corner, <laughs> the tiniest little corner where they, they just shoved us. It was like Well, we did have reservations. We just showed up. I understand. But it was literally the worst table in the fucking place. We were in a corner, like just stuffed back there. I loved it. They I were, saw Max Vanderpump. I almost passed out. They were living their best life. I was living they the enjoyed best it. life. Yeah. I had a delicious then, piece of cake. You did. And then we went back to the Abbey. We can't quit it. We couldn't quit it. it I was, was screaming, I just want to dance. I was cutting a rug on that dance floor. Taliba and I were ready to go home. So little Miss Smith over here was not <laughs> her and our friend Melinda decided they were hanging on, hanging on. They wanted to dance, dance, dance. I got home like 20 minutes later after you. It was, <laughs> it was like an hour, but so she's knocking on the door. I don't know why. Like you didn't have a key, but you definitely I knocked. did have my key. For you sure. definitely knocked on the door. So I did I, knock on I, it. I get, I get up to answer the door. Yeah. I'm in a dead sleep. And she just goes, I lost my phone. And I'm like, Ugh. And I went back to bed. But like you were literally like, okay. And I'm like, whatever. And I went back to sleep. And then the next morning you're like, do you remember what you said? I'm like, yeah, I lost my phone. I don't care. <laughs> I'm like, take me to a Best Buy. So then we go to Best Buy and they couldn't buy a new phone. They're like, if you buy a Verizon phone, you have to open an entire new line. So I'm like, fuck off Best Buy. So I just didn't have a phone, which was miserable, but yeah. I survived. It was fine. Then we went to the Bills Bar. Went to the Bills Bar. That was fun. We were there for six and a half hours. Sam really put in the work. Because let me tell you, I knew I could not say a word because he had went to Sir and Tom Tom and Pump. Like I was like, this man has given me my life. I need to just sit here. And this is the worst part. Like when I knew I didn't have my phone, I was like, I'm going to have to sit in a Bills Bar for hours and do what? It wasn't that bad. 
No, there were so much people watching. Yeah. It was actually great. It went by really fast. I made a new best friend, got invited to her wedding. Yeah, it's Mexico's in Mexico. There. We're taking shots. Of te- she said, when I say take a shot of tequila, we're all taking a shot of tequila. I said, sounds great. I'm in. Yeah. So anytime something wild happened, people would cheer, and I would just be like, go sports. She and that's really- why she came over to talk to me. I mean, she's being a little under dramatic about it because she did cheer a lot at the end. So don't let her fool. I you. did. She was into yeah, it. Yeah, I was into it. When it was back and forth at the very end, yeah, she was into it. I was into it. She met a little gay friend. I did. A little highlighted spikes in his hair. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. We did a lot. Now that I think about talk about everything we did, no yeah. wonder I was tired. Rough. It was a, it was long. And then we got back Monday at twelve thirty. Started my new job Tuesday at seven thirty a.m. Rock star you are, <laughs> rock star. Job's a job, baby. Got to show up. Well, I mean, since I was in uh, quarantine for yeah, five days you, or oh whatever. Oh my god! So I did so nothing much. this weekend. I watched so much, stuff. so much TV. Okay. First off, let me tell you, I watched Coming Out Colton. Did you watch it? No. Do you know what it is? Yes. Why are you laughing at that? I feel like that would be right up your alley. Eh. It's reality TV. I know, but I don't watch like The Bachelor or anything. Oh, I loved thing. it. I've never seen oh, The Bachelor really? in my life. Okay. I love it. All right. It. Maybe I need to give it a shot. I thought it was so good yeah. because I could relate to him. Yeah. Because he came out at 29. Right. And he had been dating women. And I mean, and he's super hot. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously I related right. to him. Into great, sports. Great shape. Into sports. I mean, what I did think was really strange, though, is that... Um, so after, I guess he had like a, mel- a like a mental breakdown in California after The Bachelor, oh. and then he moved back to Colorado when he made friends with all these evangelicals. Oh, and like I thought that was bizarre because he was st- while it was happening, he was saying how he was struggling internally with his sexuality, but he decided that he was going to reach out and like be friends with these evangelicals, which I thought was really weird. Yeah. But I could totally relate to him. Like one of his besties was on the show. She's like this quiet girl. And like, he goes back and talks to his coaches and stuff like it was, it was really good. Okay. And I, di- I didn't read anything about it. Cause I didn't want anyone to change my opinion of it. Yeah. But I'm sure there's so many people probably had so many problems with it. Cause I just wonder how much of it was staged. Yeah. Because like they, they, uh, record, his coming out to his mom, his dad, his sister, and then his best friend. And I just, none of them have a bad reaction. Yeah. So and it's like the mom was a little taken aback, but he was most worried about his dad. And his dad was like the one that didn't, well, the, the brother was hysterical. It reminded me of when I came out to my friend, Mike, Mike was like, do I have to throw you a party now? Right. And his brother's like, so did you download Grindr yet? <laughs> so some of it was really yeah. relatable for me. But like and my I thing it was is, good. is like, okay. What? They know he's filming a show. I know. They're probably thinking. Something is coming. Something's coming. Yeah. And like, you know, I don't know. I think sometimes in a family you're like, oh, they're gay. Like, you right, know what I mean? Like, right. they kind of probably knew. Sure. So. I don't, I couldn't tell like when he was doing his interviews by himself. Yeah. Or when he's one-on-one with Gus Kenworthy, because Gus Kenworthy is in every episode. Like, he's his friend. He's, like, yeah. his gay mentor. Okay. And I, I probably wouldn't have known. But then there are some scenes. Like, there's one scene where he's with a group of gay men. And I was like, oh, yeah. You can definitely tell How? by the way that yeah. there. Right. But um, it was it was good. There was a one. Yeah. My favorite episode is he, 
um, they have lunch and drinks at this uh, driving range and a couple of former professional football players come and they all talk about what it was like being gay in the NFL. Oh, that's like, cool. Like Michael yeah. Sam was there. He never played in the NFL, yeah. but he was the first openly gay uh, draft pick. Yeah. So he was there and then there were two other guys that came out. At, the one guy said some of his teammates knew while he was playing back in the 60s and 70s. Oh, wow. And then the other guy was like late 80s, early 90s, I think it was. But it was really, it was yeah. good. It was a cool episode. Huh. So that I would, cool. it's only six episodes. Oh, I, okay. I really, yeah. I mean, it's good. I liked it a lot. Yeah. So I watched Karate Kid 1, 2, and 3 this weekend. <laughs> the movies? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> because um, I was like so into Cobra Kai. I wanted to like go oh, back yeah, and yeah, watch yeah, yeah. it. Um. And it's so funny, like the first two were good, and then the third one you can just tell like it's so over dramatic and overproduced, and like he has to like scale a mountain to go cut down a bonsai. Like it's just crazy okay. that it's like kind of funny. Yeah. But I also want to tell you, I started watching Single Drunk Female. Have you seen it? It's recommended for me on Hulu, but I don't want to watch it. Is okay. it good? It's it's pretty good. Is it? I thought it was pretty funny. Okay. Like I liked it. It's only three episodes so far. Like you know what I mean? It's not something you can binge. It comes out each week. It's yeah. like one of those like CW ones like we watched like Bad Teacher or whatever. Got it. Um I thought it was pretty good so far, actually. Okay. It's pretty funny. Um I watched that. I wanted to watch Abbott Elementary, but I didn't get to it. Oh, I caught up on every Bravo show ever. So, because yeah. I did nothing this weekend because I was like, because I'm no just quarantining. And no coincidence, I was unavailable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I just mean like, I don't know. You didn't know if you had it yeah. or not. Yeah, I understand. So I just stayed in. I watched Ozark season four, on the mostly on the plane and finished it when I got back. I don't know. I talked to some people today. We It was in our group chat at work and they're raving about it i thought it was so fucking boring really until the last two episodes because i feel like on the plane you're kind of chuckling going oh i mean there's i mean it's funny there's some witty lines but i thought it was pretty boring yeah in my opinion in comparison to the other yeah i watched cheer boring but i watched that before we left for california yeah like it just wasn't as good as the first season and then like yeah it's interesting when jerry gets arrested for like child sexual assault and Mm. molestation and porn but other than that, it's kind of boring. <laughs> Do you ever watch uh, foreign films? No. I watched a, a French film called I Am Jonas. It was one of the best movies I've ever seen. Really? Maybe I'm being a little dramatic, what but is it, it, about? it was good. So it's about these two gay guys in high school. So you see, so you see this guy now. He's gay and he's like kind of rough. Like you can tell he's like drinks a lot, gets into bar fights. Like I think the first scene is him getting arrested and you, you know, something happened in his past, but you don't know really what happens. So they keep flashing back to him in high school and he meets this kid and they start dating and like kind of being together during high school. And it's, they, it's him progressing through his life now. And then they keep flashing back to this year in high school. So in current day, he like breaks up with his, his boyfriend, kicks him out because he cheats on him. And then he like tries to go back to his parents' house and he can't get in. So he ends up at this hotel and you feel like there's some connection, but you're not really sure what's really going on. And then it turns out that something happens to the two of them together. And I'm not going to give it away because it was really, it's really good. I was surprised by the end. I didn't, um, 
I knew something was going to happen to the two of them, but I didn't know what. Yeah. And but it, it's really good. They're two gay guys. It's it's good. It was a good movie. And it's French. all in subtitles. Yeah. Okay. I am Jonas. It's called. It's okay. good. It's short. Where was it? On Netflix. Okay. I think it was only like an hour and forty minutes. Oh, okay, not bad. So it really wasn't long, but yeah. it was it was good. All I right. liked it a lot. Okay. And then last night, y'all, I laughed. I cried. I sang. The tribute show to Betty White. Oh, I didn't even know so, there was one. It was so. I didn't watch good. it. it was, Where? What was it on? It was on NBC. It was past your bedtime. It started at ten. Oh no, absolutely not. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I struggled to stay. Why was it on so late? Uh, that's what I said. Like I that said, should have been on at like seven. I, that I said eight o'clock was the latest. Max. The, yeah, the latest that's station. wild. I, and they didn't. Obviously, they didn't do much about promote. I didn't even know it was happening. I think they had to put it on that late because some of the content of some of the jokes, uh, I think they had to have it that late. Who hosted? Uh, Well, it wasn't really hosted by anybody. Okay. It was like a variety show. Yeah. Okay. So like. Um, but my mom recorded it. It was good. <laughs> uh, Joe McHale was on it. Vicky Lawrence. Oh, I hate Joe McHale. Um, who, Tina Fey. Okay. Um, bunch of other comedians like yeah. all the girls that she was on um hot in cleveland with like Val- valerie bertinelli Ugh, love her ted danson Ugh, love um, him so there was a bunch of different comedians yeah. and so they showed her whole career and then at the end i already knew this happened but to hear the full song i was like oh this <laughs> it was like ah oh. guys girls they's share saying Thank you for oh, being a friend. Oh, I saw people talking about it. I was wondering what they were talking about. When I first heard, because she released a clip earlier. Yeah, the that's probably what I saw. And I, so I posted it to my Instagram, and my friend Annie was like, that was like the gasp around the world. All the gays just, <gasps> right? it was so good. Was it? It was so good. But it was funny. Like, there was a lot of stuff on there that I didn't realize she that she had done. Yeah. And, like, so I'm still reading the book behind the lanai yeah. or whatever it's called and that's really interesting too because they talk about the um they talk about the celebrities that they try to get to be on yeah, the show yeah. and like the ones that turn them down and stuff and i just gotten past like half of it where they had they had tried to get uh lucille ball to be on the show but the timing never ended up working out and things like that so it was cool to then see this show where she had done so many things it yeah was, it was really good i thought you were about to say what i laugh i cried i had this emotional journey as we feel like you watch summer house as well <laughs> no <laughs> summer house was on again last night great episode yeah i felt like it's a little bit of filler leading up to the explosion that's about to come you know so it happens you know it was good wasn't as good as the first episode but it was good yeah hold it out for episode three so we'll see wait i thought episode two was while we were gone uh so wouldn't this have been episode three yeah just kidding so this is holding on for episode four yeah i don't know whatever episode number yeah because you definitely missed one yeah while we were I gone. should go back. Did I watch it? I had to have. There's no way you would have missed that. I know. That's why I'm like, I definitely watched it. Hilarious. <laughs> you got anything else today? No, I think Any that's other it. Any that you saw, watched? <sighs> no. I'm yeah. never going on a trip with you again, so. That's not true. I know. You survived. It was fun. I didn't pour the booze down your throat. You poured it down your own. What? Wow. And we worked out a lot.
We did. So I was actually a good influence. I know. Not a bad one. I really only overserved myself Saturday. Yeah. Other than that. Agreed. You know? You were pretty same. Yeah. It was good. It was fun. Well, before we wrap this up, one thing that I'm proud of that happened while we were gone and I didn't talk <gasps> about on the show, I hit one year sober. That's so exciting. I'm one so proud of you. One year sober free from the chains of alcohol. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> How do you feel? Do you feel like a new man? No. Oh, I mean, okay. I mean, it's been a year without. I know, it. but I just feel like even after a year, you. I feel like you. Can oh, feel do a I feel different? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant like a difference. No, from I just like mean last like, week. No. Yeah, of course like I general. feel completely yeah. different. Yeah. Yeah, it's very different. I feel even a different, obviously a different course from one to two to three all the yeah. way to a year. Like I feel like I. Th- I mean, like at the beginning, you concentrate. I mean, I concentrated so hard on not drinking that you think about it a lot. Like yeah. it consumes kind of what you're thinking. And then as you get further and further along, like it's more been just second nature. Yeah. Like I don't really, it does, the temptation really doesn't happen. Like, yeah. Like there wasn't a single time when we were in LA when we were at bars or wherever. Like I felt like I, even cared to yeah. want to join in. Right. There were times in the past where I felt like, oh, I wish I could have one. Yeah. Um, but that hasn't really happened anymore. Yeah. So I feel like I'm in a good spot. Not that I'm for sure. cured, fixed, whatever for yeah. the rest of my life. I just feel like I'm in a good spot. I'm proud of you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I was pretty taken aback too. I, for those of you that don't follow me on the socials, why not? <laughs> <laughs> but I posted one, uh, I posted, two. <laughs> I posted a picture of me with the Betty White star, and I just um, those posts used to kind of annoy me. Yeah, like seeing people talk about their triumph or whatever. Because right. I think it made me more introspective than anything, and think about like yeah. what I was doing. And that's kind of the gist of what I said. And and I the stance for anyone who's listening, if me talking about it or posting about it encourages you to choose that path because hell if i can do it yeah why can't i or why can't you um i feel pretty confident i feel pretty great about that i think my favorite response though i don't know if you looked at any of them <laughs> on instagram um i didn't have a phone so yeah but i mean you didn't have all of those notifications from when you got back on like all of my stuff <laughs> uh, but she said i like uh, she whatever comment I commented back. I said, "Oh, I, I who re- said what?" Jessica. Oh, okay. She was my she was my regular bartender at Geckos. Oh, <laughs> and I said, "I'm sure I paid a phone bill or two of yours." And, and her response was, "Girl, you paid more than a phone bill. You paid several car payments." Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, Club oh, Gax. So funny. That's so funny. But in all seriousness, I just wanted to thank you for your support over the past year. Uh, always. Without you, I don't think I. Uh, would have had as easy of a time. Oh, very. That's so nice. Thank you. I mean that wholeheartedly. Oh, friends forever. <laughs> Did you ever hear that song? No. Oh, it's from Zach Attack. All right, enough of that sentimental shit. Let's wrap right. it up. Bye. Bye.